हाउस Welcome to Movie Humpers. Hello. It is Halloween Hump Fest, and uh, every day this week. Every day of our lives. Not, no, but in October, we are dropping a Halloween horror drop every weekday. This week's theme, a little ghostly, a little haunty, a little spooky. Yeah, we have two weird-ass Japanese movies this week. I don't know if this one is as weird as the other one, because at least... Some kind of story here. Yes. But, and a reason. But this movie, truly, might be one of the most purely creative movies we've discussed so far. Just yes. in terms of it's weird as shit and it's like a live action cartoon, which seems like what they were truly going for. Yeah. And you can follow it. You understand who all the people are. There is. Yeah, you're right. There is like a beginning, middle and an end. Like there is a understanding of the why. And there's not like... Maybe not how, but why. <laughs> that's true. And it's not a very happy ending. No, but somehow satisfying. Tortured souls from an old war, the remnants of nuclear assault, definitely have an undertone to this movie. Yeah. Nuclear bombs, Hiroshima. That's not the satisfying part. I just want to get that clear <laughs> that I said it was satisfying right before you said that. And I just want to say like, that's not why there, there's a There's a point where, um, you know, the just the... The onslaught of imagination, like this movie is so hyper and so, like it, it seems unrelenting in its stylistic approaches. And there, there is a part where the main character is explaining the history of her family and mother and aunt. And that plays into World War II. And when she describes the nuclear attack on Hiroshima, try, I'm trying to remember my Japanese pronunciations for Gozu. Were fucking off bad. Yeah, I want to hard. acknowledge that. Listening yeah. back, they were. We don't really pretend bad. like we know how to properly, no. and we mean no disrespect. But she's describing the the Hiroshima attacks, and one of the characters, because the people can magically understand, l- look into her uh, telling of the past. They go, it "Looks like cotton candy." Cotton candy for the bomb for the yeah. nuclear attack. Yeah, cotton when candy. when she tells stories, when stories are told, you watch little movies of those stories, and somehow the characters, so do the characters can within see it. the movie. Yeah, 
we're talking about the movie House from 1977. Uh, I think it does have a Japanese title, but they did call it House because giving it a foreign title lends it to some kind of controversy, makes Ooh. it seem a little edgy for I mean, that culture. I mean, Japanese, very nationalistic culture. Yes. So when you're like throwing like other, you know, things against the wall, I think it can give you kind of this weird cultural edge. Sure. Um, directed by Nobukiko Obayashi, written by uh, Chiho Katsura, with ideas thrown against the wall by Nobukiko's daughter, Shigumi Obayashi, who they had an outline of a plot. <laughs> I think the studio of Toho, who made Sword of Doom, and many other, good. many other hit Japanese films. Toho was like, Hey, we want, uh, th- that Jaws movie in America really popped off and we kind of want to do something yeah. like a, we want to pop off like Jaws. I guess it took a while to get this to where it was, but this is what the director came up with with the help of his daughter and I a writer. Have never, ever, never guessed that. Well, listen, the fact that. The fact that his daughter helped him with some of the ideas I think is brilliant, and that does make sense once you know it. But the fact that they started by asking him to create their version of a Jaws is insane for this movie. Also, who hosts this podcast? Uh, I'm Bob Sham. I'm Angela. The sounds you hear will be dogs. And uh, there was this comic book that came out years ago. I mean, this kid has probably grown now, called Axe Cop. Oh, yeah. Axe Cop was... um, it was drawn. It was drawn by the older brother, but the story was by his kid brother, which I think when they started, he was like seven years yeah. old. So it was inherently insane, but also never boring because of that fact. <laughs> yeah. And you can kind of lay that with House, the 1977 film. Uh, cinematography by Yoshitaka Sakamoto and music by Asai Kobayashi and Miki Yoshino. The music is good, but I gotta say that little piano jingle by the end of the movie, I was pretty kind of done with it. I was fine with I it. I was pretty done. I get it. With that. You know. I know. Actually, it's been a minute since we watched it, so I, I'm trying to get the jingle right in my head. But if, you, if you've seen this movie, you know what I'm talking about. What's the plot of and this movie? And you'll play it for them. Okay. Give us the outline of this movie. The plot of this movie is there are seven friends, and they're all in school together. It's the end of the school year. And six of these girls are planning to go to a camp with their teacher, Mr. Togo. Yeah. Who Fantasy is obsessed with. So all the girls have nickname names. Um, yeah, let's fantasy, go through them. Okay, so there's Fantasy. Right. Gorgeous. Who's kind of our lead. One Fantasy's of the, kind of our lead and so is Gorgeous. Most of these girls are actually not trained actors either. I think only Gorgeous was. That makes sense, but they they all do a great job. Uh, okay, so Fantasy, Gorgeous, Prof, who is the like smart the smart one. one. Mac is the one who likes to eat. Yeah, who they make fat jokes about her. She's not fat. Literally at all. She if she's if she's fat, we are medical oddities. We are like, medical I'm, oddities. Yes. Yeah. Um, so Mac <laughs> eats all the time. Yeah. Kung Fu is the like athletic one. She fights. She then can we fight. have Sweet, who's just a sweetie, and I guess, and Melody, who's musical. Musical. Yes. So and they all have names that relate to their personalities, which makes it really, really easy. To get to know them and learn who they are. And I was kind of surprised at how well I was able to kind of keep up with who they were. Because it made sense. It does. And then once you're kind of into the movie a little bit, then they actually do the thing where they show each of their faces with their names in English and Japanese. So it just, it like just reiterates again. 
This is your cast of characters. Now, Gorgeous's so, mom is dead. Yes. And, and she's got a new stepmom. Yes. Who is looks to appear to be half European, but they don't say that. Yeah, and so Gorgeous is not going to be able to go to camp with her friends because she's going to go spend the summer with her father. But then she finds out there's this new mom, and she's pissed and is like, I'm not going with y'all. Then camp gets canceled because it's supposed to be at Mr. Togo's sister's and she's having a baby. And so it's all her fault. Like, it's just a terrible, terrible thing because she's having a baby. So then Gorgeous is like, wait, let's all go see my aunt who I haven't seen since I was six years old. I want to go back to the town where my mom came from, the house where she grew up. And y'all can all come with me. And Mr. Togo can meet us there. Yeah. That is the setup. She writes a postcard to her aunt, and her aunt is like, I've been waiting for your letter. Yes, please come visit me. Yeah. And so they go to the aunt's house. It's pretty much as simple as that. Yeah. And, and then from there, it's like all crazy shit. It's everything that happens at the house. Apparently, oh, there is a cat. Yes. That shows up Blanche. at Gorgeous's house. She names her Blanche. And, and, and she's just with her, her all the time. She goes. She even on the, the train. Yeah, yeah, she goes with the train. She and, and she's already on the train. This is very much a late seventies movie stylistically, you can tell. The pop elements of it feel very 70s. And there's actually Mr. a... Mr. Togo's style is very 70s. Yeah. Even like the casual music, especially when it's like going in and out of the town and representing the people. Apparently, Blinkin' You'd Miss Her, the kid who came up with a lot of concepts for this movie, was in one of the town settings. Oh, yeah? But yeah. So she does appear in the movie. One of the credited co-writers, this little girl. But, yeah. And apparently some of the concept, just the idea of a house eating a person. So just real quick, we, we see Mr. Togo again at the end, but he ends up not making it to the house because he falls down and gets a pot stuck on his butt. And then there's a child like beating on the pot like it's a drum and he has to go to the hospital. Can we talk about Mr. Togo for a little bit? <laughs> yes. First of all, what? why is he going to meet these girls? Well, he was supposed to take them all to his sister's house and do like a summer camp with them. Seems weird. Yeah. Six girls going to his sister's house and, to spend the summer with And one of them is openly in love with them. Fantasy is obsessed with him and everyone knows it and they talk about it even in front of him. But because his sister's having a baby, now that they're going to the aunt's house, they've decided let's just have camp at the aunt's house. So he's coming also there to still teach them something. They're not just there for a visit, but he doesn't make it. Mr. Togo is kind of like a clown character in a 70s Hanna-Barbera cartoon, like a shaggy type, but he's like Japanese. He's even got the fucking chops. Yeah, he's, like he's, he's easily distracted. Um, He gets served noodles by a bear at one point. Yeah. You know a kid came up with that one. Yeah. And Mr. Togo... As much as we kind of stop in on his journey along the way, we'll get to it. What it kinda, happens to him, yeah. And it's so so silly that it's like, I don't want to say like we could have cut Mr. Togo because the weirdness of his journey is very much in with this whole movie. So it's yeah. hard to say just to be able to say like this could have gone and this could have went because it's pretty much this is the movie you got and you got to... Well, Really stylistically accept every layer of it. Yes, and I think the thing that the or thing hate that it, Mr. you could Togo, do that too. Yes, I think the thing that that's interesting about Mr. Togo's character 
is that, I mean, this is obviously a magical movie, like a mystical movie. There's ghosts. There's crazy-ass things happening. Blanche seemingly, no, does find Gorgeous to bring her to her aunt, basically. So the thing about Mr. Togo is he's trying to get to them the whole time, but he can't. And crazy-ass things are happening to him. And so I think that's just all part of it. Like, you can't go there. Yeah. He can't get to the house. He's haunted in his own way. Everything is getting in his way to prevent him. Yes. So in a way, he actually, just in coming kind of close, at least getting to the nearest town, that he kind of manages to get by his own curses yeah it does seem like a curse or just like like a block like a magical like blocker but also it's interesting because he's also the one who knows where they are he's the one who is coming to be with them so the whole time they think okay well like things are going bananas but like mr togo's bananas and i didn't i didn't mean to do that but i did it uh mr togo's gonna get here though and he will help us he will save us he will take us away but he never makes it. But he is sort of that like idea of someone who can help them mm-hmm. that they're like kind of hanging on to until they realize like no one's fucking coming for us. So we're except at except this house. So we're at Auntie's house. Yeah. Auntie and, is creepy. And this would be in any other respect, this could be like a nice, charming Hallmark movie about some sure. girls coming to help their aunt who they have their great aunt who they haven't seen in a long time mm-hmm. redo this old family house. And I think the daughters want that, or Gorgeous and her friends want that, but really, Auntie is fucking dead. A ghost. Maybe even a demon. And the cat is almost like her familiar. Shit starts happening pretty goddamn quick with Mac, the fat one. Uh, who loves to eat. the eating one. The eating one. She's just the food girl. She's not fat at all is She's what we're trying to say. She's not fat and I don't want to call her fat. She but likes this is, to eat. I mean, look, late 70s Japan, sexist? Come on. She gets a watermelon from a really weird dude. Yeah. And um, and they keep the watermelon in a well to cool it because the fridge is broken according to the ant. Matt goes out. It's a portal. So Matt goes out to get the watermelon, get some food or whatever. And she's gone for a minute. And someone, I forget who it is, maybe Fantasy. fantasy. shit before anyone else and no one believes her for a little while so she's pulling the the rope to get the watermelon out of the well but it's not a watermelon it is max head but max head as you can see right above my own head starts singing and talking and floating around and, and these effects are like these interesting layered practical effects they're kind of some of these effects are kind of these Strange tricks that we've seen in movies for decades up to this point. Yeah. But there's so much fun and they're done in such a, like a, like throwing it hard at you. Like, like the director makes uh, specific decisions for almost every scene in terms of set and weirdness. Like there's always something completely bizarre going on. There's also these like gorgeous sky 
scenes. Like it always looks like beautiful orange sunsets. It's it's the one of the brightest horror films I think mm-hmm. because it's all the color. All the girls are dressed yeah nicely, brightly. Like they're in this house. I mean, it's not you know it's obviously like it goes into the night and things yeah. do get dark, but but there's a lightness to it. And Even when terrible things are happening. Because also the girls will be like, that was really scary. <laughs> like, there's this bizarre, yeah. like, everything's going to be okay. And it's very obvious. I mean, of course, it's a set because it's a movie. Yeah. But the the set nature of it, the structure of it seems very obvious that it's a set yeah. when you're in the movie. And it doesn't, that's not a way in which it distracts it. The, 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 the complete uh, preconceived structure of everything fills... Almost like, like, could you possibly, it'd be wild if you could somehow recreate this into a stage play and all the wild shit wow, you would yeah. need to do. I mean, some of it you definitely could just completely do. Yeah. You know, it's interesting because in thinking about the view of the house, so there is this, like, this man who sells vegetables and fruit, and that's where they get the watermelon from. It comes back around later with Mr. Togo. But from that place, you can see the house. Right. And the girls stop there and they're like, where's the house? Where's the house? And he truly is like, it's over there. It looks like Dracula's castle. Like it's like on this big mountain. It's the only house at the top of the house, at the top of the mountain. And it's truly like, what other house is there? And even that man is like, no one's been here for a very long time. Yeah. The woman, she will be happy there are visitors. Like he knows what's up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He knows. These people might be agents of the woman in some way, you know. I mean Or like the townspeople in which they're very vague, but they Yeah. Like of of a Dracula Hammer horror movie where they think like they don't want to talk about him and maybe they think they can avoid him. Yeah. And he's just like, I'm just doing my own thing, this is as close as I get. You know, it's interesting because so 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 things the ant does. Yeah. So she's in a wheelchair at first. The cat loves her, like jumps in her lap immediately. She has paintings of the cat all over her house. She stands up at one point. After Mac is killed or eaten or consumed. Yeah, Mac has been dead. And I think dead. that represents her starting to obtain like power. And they're like, you can walk. And she's like, having you all here gives me so much energy. Yeah, yeah. Because she's the house a monster. is consuming them and powering and feeding her, her and so and then there's this one part where i call i call the fridge a portal because there's this one part where the girls aren't are turned kind of and fantasy's looking at her and she looks at fantasy and is like Shh, and she backs into the fridge and then ends up in the rafters of the house so she's like just she's just a, like a like you know at that point either she's a witch or a ghost mm-hmm. and so the story of her is that she lived in that house um she was engaged to be married and her fiance had to go to the war yeah. And so she's like, I'll wait for you. I'll wait forever for you. Well, so he never came home, but she decided he wasn't dead and that he was going to come home. So she just became obsessed with waiting for him. Gorgeous becomes possessed very early on in the whole movie. And her whole arc is almost like watching her slowly transform, I guess, into her aunt, who is reminiscent she's of her the mother. Next one. And it's that bitterness is shown through of. From the war, there's one point where she's staring at a reflection of herself, and it's on fire, and she's on fire, and of course that is representing, I think the director actually, it's, I believe, from Hiroshima, and actually lost a lot of friends, because that Mm. shit hit when he was a child. Yeah. This thing happens where she finds, yeah, she finds a mirror and some makeup, and she's like brushing her hair, and that's when she starts seeing things, and she ends up putting on the wedding dress that... 
I guess her mom got married in and her aunt intended to get married in. Yeah. But yeah, when the mom got married and moved away, the aunt just stayed there forever alone in the house. And then the grandmother died and then the aunt died, but the aunt has still never left the house because she's still waiting. So obviously what we got for the rest of the way here is very simple. Yeah. The house is eating these girls and empowering the aunt and gorgeous has become possessed and will be, I guess, you know, she's not, they're not trying to kill her. She's going to become, I guess, the house is hers manifested into this and just carry on that sense of, uh, anger, I I suppose. And she's going to, there's almost this thing where the love and like the loss of the aunt is like consumed the entire house and it needs a new caregiver mm-hmm. or caretaker because the aunt is technically dead, but she's still there. And yeah, it's like it's chosen gorgeous, like literally even sent the cat to bring her to it. And the cat's eyes sparkle when people are getting fucked with. Like, And then when gorgeous becomes possessed, her eyes start sparkling yeah, too. Yeah. The aunt's eyes sparkle at a point. So it's like whoever is like tied. So what happens to the other... Um, girls in this house melody gets her fingers eaten by a piano yeah the piano eats her fingers and then the piano eats her yeah and it like cuts her up into bits and then different sections of her body are floating all around the room and me- and again fantasy seeing this and no one else is seeing it mm-hmm. at first what what happened to prof <laughs> <laughs> Buried in blankets and mattresses. She got smothered by mattresses. Who got who got trapped in the clock? Was that prop? And then clock the gears essentially consume them. Maybe it was, but I was going to say I also thought that was sweet, and that can't be right. There's there's a lot of girls. Yeah, it's hard to get the kills straight. It almost seemed like because sweet disappeared, so they found her clothes in amongst the blankets, but her body was completely gone. And Mm. then I thought fantasy saw her in the clock, so it's like the house just like absorbed her. Kung Fu was fighting the house. And then the house just starts after all this weird shit. The, the the an image of the cat like turns almost devilish and starts spraying blood. And the house starts to fill up with blood. They're nude a couple of times randomly. Yeah, in the it's movie. weird, but yeah. And but yeah, so I think it ends up being fantasy all that's left. Like but fantasy's like thrashing in the water and and ultimately the waters or the blood consume them. Well, gorgeous comes to the top of the stairs. And Fantasy and Gorgeous are best friends. Like, all these girls are friends, but those two girls have a special bond. At the beginning, they almost are, like, holding in 
each other as though they're in love at the beginning of this movie. You know, like embracing and like the way they look at each other. And so they have a tighter bond. And so Fantasy sees Gorgeous come to the top of the stairs and she thinks Gorgeous is going to like help her and save her. But obviously she doesn't. Mm. She just like lets her die as well. Yeah. Um, And then it's the next day. And that stepmom shows up. Obayashi apparently got a little infamous doing commercials. I haven't seen these commercials. Uh, from my understanding, they're probably very stylized. And you know, all these movements, especially of this stepmom when she walks around, it's like she's like she could be in a shampoo commercial it or seems something. Like a, yeah, it's like a summer's breeze commercial yeah. from which is like douche. From the 80s. That's what it made me think of. Like, yeah, she, yeah. Like, like, don't you want to be fresh as she is? You know, it's like yeah, very much like Just think like of a, any magazine ad from the 70s or 80s. Yeah. Like, she should be holding like a Virginia Slim or some yeah, shit. Yeah, totally. And, and, and you definitely these, like, see that. She's like white, like scarves, and she's driving in a convertible, and it's all very just like... But it's almost like comical and making fun of that aesthetic at the same time. So she's on her way to the house, and I, I think this is how it goes down. Before she gets to the house, she stops at that fruit man stand and you see a car full of bananas wearing mr togo's glasses yes mr togo or his hat or something he made it to the 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 foothills of that house and then was uh turned into bananas so he just didn't it was bananas yeah it was a a banana he was bananas but she's very still stylishly like gliding through all of this bizarre chaos that she's witnessing she's nonplussed by it oh in a big way that the house is able to consume people and possess them is because they are unmarried yes it's unmarried women unmarried women and this woman is not yet not yet married she's she's engaged the wife of the the future stepmom and her whole thing is like i'm she's coming there to try to like make nice with gorgeous because gorgeous didn't want to go on a trip with them so she's coming to just be like i just wanted to have some time with you i care about you i want to care about you i want to know and you. gorgeous is like very welcoming come into this house and i mean gorgeous isn't really gorgeous anymore she's essentially like her mom and the, she's wearing all white the rage ghost from hiroshima from world war Two that is forever waiting for her husband to come back she is now the, aunt, the yeah. physical embodiment of that spirit and i love i love the ending scene because they're sitting across the table and it's beautiful and again it's very light in there and it's and you know, she says, oh, and there's all these things about the sliding doors. I love, like, the big, huge sliding walls in some of these houses that we see in these Japanese films mm-hmm. where you can just, like, open up an entire wall. I fucking love that. Yeah. Um, but, but you know, she, she does that and they're sitting and the stepmom says, where are all your friends? Did they sleep in? And Gorgeous just says, I'm sure they'll get up soon. They wake up when they're hungry. They gonna eat that. Yeah, uh, dad's girlfriend ain't gonna make it. But don't, but I like that idea of, I don't know, because obviously the house has consumed young girls before, I would imagine, and there's not a bunch of ghosts around the house. So 
the house obviously consumed the ant at some point. But are all these girls living in that house now? Or is it just gorgeous? I don't know. But the way she said that made me have like a little bit of a hope that they're all like ghosty ladies together. Yeah, like maybe they're all just going to have some fun now. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> well, it definitely seemed, it could be an opening. Like you can have a, like a cartoon about like, we're just ghosts in the, in this fuck, in your aunt's house now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hanna-Barbera style, you know. <laughs> We talked about what we could, and I mean, even in talking about how weird this movie is, we don't we don't really do it justice just by talking about it. Not you at really all. you really gotta take this movie in and absorb how strange and stylistic it is and very cartoony it is. And it, but that's not a complaint. Like I kinda I very much am uh really enjoy just the the pure, unrelenting Im- imagination that's yes. in this movie. It's really it's it's really something to behold. There's so many tiny details. You have to watch it. If you're at all interested, please watch this It's movie. on Max. It's been on there for over a year. The aunt at one point is um, sitting down to a, a lovely table eating one of Max's feet. And she's teasing one of the girls by showing an eyeball in her mouth. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's just these fun little things, too. But, yeah, we're going to review this movie um, and our spooky haunted ghost theme this week and tomorrow will be what is tomorrow i always forget by the time we get there what the the next episode will be i think it's the wicker man i feel like you've done a very good job of remembering maybe until this moment don't quote me on that whatever (laughs) every weekday it's a drop okay but we're gonna review a house which well we already did that now we're gonna judge it it. in a in a rating system that we could completely change in about a month yeah Really, the, this is the part that matters the least. It's just a, us putting a period on it. I love movies like this. I love weird-ass movies. I love anything that... I love any time I see something I've never thought about or seen before. I get really excited, especially like special effects stuff. And again, this is one of those movies that like, yeah, you could watch this and be like, I wasn't real, that didn't look real. But that's not the fucking point. <laughs> if, you're, like, if you're watching... <laughs> The 77 house and be like, that looks so fake. It's like, get out. You're like, it's like you're the person that when someone makes an obvious joke, you have to explain like, no, that's not, you know, when something's like, you know how something can be obviously stupid and that there's one person who has to explain it as though it's not obvious to everyone else. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. If you're saying that about this movie, uh, I don't know. Go watch something else. This movie, um, this movie might not be for everyone. That's for sure. That's for sure. But I really, I really enjoyed it. Uh, if you're an artistic type, a design type, uh, something like that, and you enjoy uh, creative visuals, then I highly recommend this movie. Absolutely. I, I'm giving it a four. I think a four is rock solid. A solid eight. Yes. And who knows when we we're going to reevaluate our reviews at some we point. Have to. This could go up. It's not going to go down. It's not less than that. I eight. almost gave it a little more, but I think four it is really solid. It could go up. We'll it see. It could go up, but I think four is solid. We got to look at it against the other things on the list. That's true. So we're going to go. We're not recording us going through the list because no. that would be way too boring. Y'all we're just going to do that somewhere else. All right. All right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's our fun time. <laughs> yeah, that's what we do for fun. <laughs> Let's see. It's an. I egg. just love having a record of all the movies that we've watched. That's in really. This way. That's really the purpose of it, just to remind yeah. us that we talked about it, right? Yeah. And you know, before doing this show, it's you know sometimes the movies would go in one ear and out the other or whatever. 
And when you make yourself talk about every movie you watch, it really does help it stick into your mind and kind of help give the movie a little more influence onto yeah, your mind. Yeah, definitely. House, look at the bottom. I'll zoom in slowly on it. <laughs> House by Nobukiko Obayashi. Eight. <laughs> Eight. Check the show notes for links and other places to find us. Uh, this is actually, we pre-record a lot of these this month. And this is our last recording. So Even sad. though you got a, you guys got a whole other week and a couple days of Halloween stuff, this is our last yeah. session for uh, October. And but just know, we're going to keep watching scary movies on ha- our own time that we're not going to tell you about. Sorry. Halloween Eve and Halloween uh, yeah, it will just be us watching scary movies that we probably I've won't already talk been about. watching scary movies like That's without true. you, aside from all of these. All right, then. So check the show notes for links and other places to find us. What do you think of this movie, House? Go check it out. It is streaming on Max, formerly known as HBO Max. These <laughs> fucking companies, I swear to God. And they really fucked that up because they took away the hubs. You can kind of dig around and kind of. Figure out how to hub it, you know, go to the, I don't know. This is boring. (laughs) But you're cute. Yeah, that's true. I just, (laughs) I just want to be able to go right to the Turner Classic Movies Hub. That's all I'm saying, you know, because that's my style. Let's be real. You just want to go to the TLC Hub. That's true, too. (laughs) Watch my 90 Day Fiance. So like, subscribe, leave a comment. Tell us your thoughts about. 1977's house. It is a fun one. Um, is your house haunted? I wish. Death to all traitors. Mm-hmm.